It's that time again. Four bells off the port bow means it's time for all our good little sailors and seamen to come up to the forward deck for another high seas adventure of Little Miss Kate, Ward of the State. What's that? Why, it's the Little Miss Kate mail truck. The mailman just got out from his bizarro backwards right side driving shipping mobile and dropped a big bag of your letters on my music stand, covering my script. Let's go through some of these, shall we? Lil Susie Perkins of Peoria, Illinois writes, Dear Lil Miss Kate, you're my favorite show on the radio. I love hearing all of your incredible adventures. When I grow up, I want to be just like you. Thanks for the kind words, Susie. Be on the lookout for your very own Lil Miss Kate adventure wagon for getting your letter read on the air. Next up, from Lil Bobby Davis of Lincoln, Nebraska. I love the Lil Miss Kate show, except for that wet blanket Deputy Mayor Salmon Russell. Can't you do something about him? I wish we could, Bobby. If it makes you feel any better, we feel the same way. Maybe a Lil Miss Kate adventure wagon will make up for it, huh? From Lil Indiana Senator Sherman Minton. Dear Lil Miss Kate, whatever happened in that Canadian hotel from earlier this season? It seems like something was going on there, but you just skipped ahead and the characters just said something interesting happened. Well, Senator, you ask a good question, and I have to imagine a Lil Miss Kate adventure wagon won't assure your silence. I suppose we have no choice but to illuminate you and the rest of our audience with the spine-tingling, nail-biting, absolutely atmospheric tale designed to keep you in apprehension. Brought to you by the fine folks at Nelson Alternators, who were so kind to sponsor this entire episode and bring it to you uninterrupted, with no ads. That's right, they don't want to waste another minute of your time telling you about how hard it can be to find a quality alternator for your new automobile, and that the fine folks at Nelson Alternators can provide the customer service that makes things as simple as turning on the ignition. Their support means we won't interrupt a single moment of the upcoming goosebumpable parable with details about at their low prices and convenient locations. Thank you, Nelson Alternators. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks again. And now, let us return to that fateful night weeks ago, when Lil Miss Kate, Deputy Mayor Salman Russell, former heavyweight champion of the world Lucinda Sheraton, and Fiorello climbed the alabaster steps of the Canadian Grand Prix Hotel into... Apprehension! Holly gee willikers, it's really coming down out here in the streets of Niagara Falls, Canada. Are you staying dry under that newspaper you're holding above your head, Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell? You bet I am, Kate. Did you know the Canadians make their paper out of the finest maple tree pulp? It actually gets stronger the wetter it gets. I'd be pretty impressed if we weren't running for our lives in enemy territory now that the United States is at war with Canada. Let's just make our way to this Canadian Grand Prix Hotel before we get any drier. It's a good thing Steve Wyoming gave us this voucher ten minutes ago. It hasn't been any longer than that, Lucinda Sheraton, former heavyweight champion of the world and my personal tutor. Fiorello, slow down. I'm hiding underneath you to stay out of the rain, don't you know? Now, Catherine, don't be scared. I know it's a little frightening right now, but it's okay to be apprehensive. Scared? Please. I'm not scared of anything. I'm the bravest girl on the radio. There's no possible scenario in which I would ever be apprehensive. Great icebreaker, Fiorello. 
What am I gonna do once we get to the hotel? Probably take a nice refreshing dip in the swimming pool. I didn't pack my wool swimsuit for nothing. <laughs> I guess if you wanted to come, that would be okay. But it's not because I'm apprehensive. I trust you alone without my supervision, my young tootie. You can go off to the pool by yourself. I, for one, can't wait to take off my combat boots and lie down in our room. As for me, I think I'll call my ex-fiance, the beautiful Upper West Side ingenue, Patricia Rosenstein, on the telephone. I just hope the buffet's open for you, Fiorello. It's pitch dark out. Because it's the middle of the night. Well, here we are. Let's climb the steps unaware of the dangers that lie within. Dangers that spell adventure. Jeepers, creepers. Is this really the fantastic five-star Canadian Grand Prix Hotel? This lobby is completely deserted. Hello? 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 Why, with all these cobwebs everywhere, it looks more like the city hall offices where I claim to work, rather than the home away from home promised and expected. Luckily, I'm the former heavyweight champion of the world. Otherwise, I would be pretty apprehensive right about now. Apprehensive? As if. I'm not apprehensive about anything. Nor am I anxious, uneasy, or afraid. Come on, Fiorello, there's nothing to be apprehensive of. Or about. Let's just forget our troubles of being behind enemy lines and enjoy ourselves before heading out tomorrow to catch the train to Vancouver, Canada the only open border crossing between this strange country and the promised land of America. <coughs> Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell! What is it? It's, 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 it's the front desk! There, in the shadows at the end of the lobby. Let's make our way over and use that, the voucher. Uh, but uh, maybe we can stay together? Now that I'm apprehensive or anything, I just don't want anyone to get lost. There really is not a single soul here in any of the fine chairs and love seats. And yet, it feels like there are eyes on me, watching me, watching my every move, as I step over closer to the desk. Is it me? Or is it getting farther away the closer we get, almost as if it's just out of reach? Perhaps if we move this way? You're right, Fiorello. We were walking toward the front desk, and yet... We've somehow stumbled right into a dead end. Let's, uh, turn back the way we came. M maybe we took a wrong turn at the porter's office. 
This can't be. We retraced our steps perfectly. And yet... We're at another dead end. Even though I'm not apprehensive... <laughs> Maybe we could try to retrace our steps? Another dead end? How could this be? Let's turn around. Fiorillo's right. This is still not the desk. This is not the desk either, and is in fact a dead end. I thought this would be the front desk. But instead, it's a dead end. Look! There's the desk! We found it! Oh, thank heavens! See, gang, there's nothing to be apprehensive about. Let me just ring the bell. Oh, it's covered in dust. Let me just blow it off. And now I will press the button on the top of the bell, creating a sound to alert the employees that we're here. Yes? Ah! Where did you come from, stranger? You appeared as if out of nowhere behind the front desk in that perfectly put-together tuxedo, as if you've been awaiting our arrival and asked us what we need as if you were the manager of this hotel. Very observant young miss. It's true. My name is Albert Cost. I'm the manager here at the Canadian Grand Prix Hotel. Will you be staying with us tonight? Thank heavens, a perfectly normal hotel manager. Someone who puts me at ease. Sir, we're enemies of the state on the run. We'd like to use this voucher for one free night at your hotel. Of course, madam. I've been waiting your arrival ever since I noticed you walking back and forth across the lobby. We're always happy to accept guests at the Canadian Grand Prix. In fact, many of our guests say it's just to die for. Always happy to fill out a comment card. I think room 12 will be a perfect match for you, former heavyweight champion of the world, Lucinda Sheraton. Perhaps you'd like to head up and rest peacefully? That is... Exactly what I wanted to do with this hotel! How on earth did he know? And for the young Lil Miss Kate, ward of the state, you'll find our aquatic facilities in the basement. They're devilishly enjoyable. I just want everyone to know that I'm not scared, even though I don't remember telling this odd hotel manager what I wanted to do. And Deputy Mayor Solomon Russell. I think you'll find our telephone booths delightfully available if you'd like to call anyone. But how? 
How? How did he know I wanted to call Patricia? I've never told anyone that before. I'll let you all get comfortable. We're serving continental breakfast for dinner tonight. We hope you enjoy your stay. <laughs> A decision is made that will change the lives of our heroes forever. As the three go their separate ways, they have no way of knowing that they are entering the boundless realm of the supernatural and apprehension. Let us follow Deputy Mayor Salman Russell as he slips into one of the hotel's phone booths, one that he may never return from. Ah, finally a chance to forget my troubles and call the one person who loves me, my beautiful fiancé, Upper West Side ingenue, Patricia Rosenstein, with whom I recently had a falling out. Oh dear. Your call, please. Yes, operator. There seems to be an issue. I'm attempting to call my ex-fiance. That's right, we're estranged. But I'm getting a busy signal. Can you try her on your end? Her number is U-P-P-E-R-W-E-S-T-S-I-D-E. I-N-G-E-N-U-E P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A R-O-S-E-N-S-T-E-I-N Thank you. One moment, please. I'm sorry. Upper West Side ingenue Patricia Rosenstein is unavailable. Unavailable? Well, that's impossible. I just called her yesterday. Sure, she didn't pick up, but no matter. This is outrageous. Why isn't she picking up? What number would you like to dial? Now, just a second, operator. It's very important that I speak to my former fiancé. It is imperative that I speak to her. I, I need to speak to Upper West Side ingenue Patricia Rosenstein. Do you understand? I, I have many important things to speak to her about. The line is busy, sir. What? Oh, the line is busy? How could this be? How could someone else be on the line? This is making me so apprehensive. If you'd like, I can connect you to the chief operator. Yes, y yes, why don't you do that? As an authority figure myself, I can speak to them and get things squared away. There is no response, sir. Oh, you're no help at all. Operator, is there any response? Please, you must tell me. Please, her number is UPP. The line is busy, sir. Oh, I'm going insane. I'm going mad. I'm going crazy. I've become unhinged. I've lost the plot. I'm going cuckoo nuts. I've gone bananas. I'm a dum-dum. I'm... Hello, Patricia? Hello. Is this... Deputy Mayor Salman Russell. Yes. Who is this sinister voice on the other end of the telephone? This is Western Union. 
We have a message from Upper West Side ingenue Patricia Rosenstein for you. Oh, thank God. Finally. Something is making sense. My ex-fiancé will make everything better. Finally, things will be all right. It says, quote, Solomon, cease your endless telephone inquiries. As stated during our climactic battle at Niagara Falls, I have left New York to pursue my goals of destroying Roosevelt's capitalist regime and creating an anarchist co-op without income tax. If you insist on further communiques, direct them to the New York deputy mayor's office. In your absence, I have usurped your position by special election, by force. Call all you want. It won't change anything. Would you like us to deliver a copy of the message? Call all I want. Okay, that's normal. But I still don't understand why I can't get through. Is something wrong with the telephone? I've dialed the number correctly. I placed my fingers in the rotary and spun it several times. I dialed every letter of the number and still no answer. No answer at all. What is happening? I don't understand. This is so scary. I'm scared. I'm frightened. I'm terrified. This can't be happening. There's someone outside the phone booth. Could it be? It's my ex-fiance. My ex-fiance is here. Oh, God, if it was anyone else, it would be the scariest thing that's ever happened. Who could it be? <gasps> oh! Solomon's screams ring out through the mysteriously empty lobby, his fate known only to the apprehensive. But what of former heavyweight champion of the world, Lucinda Sheraton? Surely her trip up to her room for a rest is going perfectly normal. What's that? You said you're apprehensive. Well, let's tiptoe up to the door and see. What a lovely little room. Much better than that yurt I spent the night in when I attended the heavyweight champion convention in the forgotten Springfield. Now where do they keep the safe in this joint? Ah, here in the front closet where it always is. I was wondering where I could store my leather blackjack that compels people to tell the truth, my only means of defense. Now to curl up for a good night's rest. If only I had something to read to doze me off to sleep. Ah, I know. The Gideon Bible. Those freaks leave a copy in every hotel room. Let's just open the drawer and grab it. What's this? Under the Bible, there's something else. Not the silk eye mask, or the menu to Donnie's luncheonette room service. Something that shouldn't be in a hotel bedside drawer. Something different. I don't know what it is. I suppose I should look at it, but I'm not sure. Something about it just gives me such a sense of apprehension. But I must. I must look at it. I, I have to look at it. <gasps> Why? It's some sort of manila envelope. The kind you'd see at any lawyer's office or stationery store. I'll pick it up. Ah, ah, it's ice cold, freezing to the touch. Something isn't quite right. It's light. I can pick it up easily in one hand. Now to read it. <gasps> and the content! Why, this is some of the most interesting content I've ever read. 
the importance of what's inside this file cannot be overstated. That's right. Former heavyweight champion of the world and secret government agent, Lucinda Sheridan. <gasps> Why? That voice coming out of the radio on the bedside table. It's my mysterious handler, Agent Nice Guy, from the government. I'm glad we have this chance to talk. After all, you are in debt to the United States government. Or do we need to remind you of your crimes? I live with that guilt every day. You may have a chance to leave it behind. What you have in your hands is the MacGuffin file. <gasps> the famous MacGuffin file? The one and the same. That file is full of information every communist, fascist, and capitalist government in the world would love to get their hands on. <gasps> I'm looking through it now. Some of these papers, they're really important. Bring it to the American Embassy in Vancouver, and all your debts will be repaid. <gasps> What a coincidence! That's where we're headed tomorrow! And Lucinda, whatever you do, don't let that file fall into anyone else's hands. Who knows what will happen if that information gets out. <coughs> Someone's at the door! This door! The one with the brass knocker! Room 12! The room I'm in! I have a key right here with the same number on it. And here I am holding extremely classified, top-secret information. Do they know that I have in my very hands the very important MacGuffin file? <laughs> what should I do? Agent Nice Guy? Agent Nice Guy, are, are you there? Classic feds. Always running at the first sign of strange occurrences. Who is it? It could be anyone. If they found out I have the MacGuffin file, it could fall into someone else's hands. The wrong hands! Or worse, the enemies! I must warn you! I am the former heavyweight champion of the world! What am I gonna do? An unknown figure is behind that door. Though I have proven myself to be more powerful than ten leopard print jumpsuit wearing circus strongmen, in this moment I am struck with fear and apprehension! I need something to protect myself. A weapon. Something that can stand against whatever strange and unusual creature knocks hideously at the barrier between me and another world. Wait! My magic truth-telling blackjack! I can use it to make that mysterious figure tell me who they are. It's in the safe. Wait! What's the combination? I've become so overwhelmed with fear and apprehension that I forgot the combination. Oh, woe is me. Whoa. No, they have a key. They're opening the door. The door is opening, opening slowly, so slowly. I can barely see the figure standing in the doorway. It's, it's, it's. Lucinda Sheraton's story hits a frightening crescendo. Whom was it at the door that made her cry out in such fright? And could it be related to the strange figure outside Deputy Mayor Salman Russell's telephone booth? The Canadian Grand Prix is no safe haven for our heroes, but a dark bastion of apprehension.
Lucinda's cries cannot reach Lil Miss Kate down, down, down in the bowels of the hotel's palatial basement, where our, meaning the taxpaying public's, ward has just stepped into the shallows of the Olympic-sized swimming pool, unaware of what is lurking in the depths. All right, I've put on my wool five-piece swimsuit, rinsed off in the pre-chlorine shower, and I'm now ready for my favorite leisure activity, swimming. <laughs> yes, I do love to take a dip, and I'm always talking about it. Yikes, <laughs> this water is ice cold. <laughs> All my little hairs on my little arms are raised. As if they are in apprehension. But it is in fact because the water is cold. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, it sure is cold. <laughs> Colder than the grave, which I will never enter anyway. <laughs> what do you think, Fiorello? Where is that horse? He goes everywhere with me even to the dog track. I'm all alone here, with no one to talk to. It's making me apprehensive to have to carry this scene all by myself. I have no choice. I must. I have to talk to the audience. Uh, how's everyone doing out there in Radioland? <laughs> Do any good homework today? Did you enjoy all that slang from a few episodes ago? I mean, from a few episodes in the future? Oh, I can't do this. I'm awful with kids. If only someone was here with me to take some of the pressure off. I'm getting so anxious, so apprehensive. <laughs> What was that? It feels like something brushed my leg. Under the deep, dark, mysterious water. I can't see anything beneath the black waves. Who knows what could be down there? Under the water. In the deep. There it is again! If only Fiorello was here. Or my personal tutor, Lucinda Sheraton. Oh, those are the only two people I wish were here to make me feel better. Make me feel like I'm not going crazy. Make me feel less... apprehensive. What's that? I think I see something under the water. Something mysterious. Something I have no idea how to describe. Something odd and strange and perplexing. And it's getting closer. It's rising. Getting closer to the surface. It's getting closer to me every second. The figure continues to emerge from the deep. It's moving slowly towards the air as opposed to how it was currently submerged in the water. Oh, I can't bear it. What is it? Who is it? I'm so... and off-putting manager of the hotel, Albert Cost. That's 
Correct, miss. I just wanted to inform you that continental breakfast for dinner is served. I just hope you're not on a diet. <laughs> Wow! It turns out that the mysterious figure under the water was simply the mysterious and off-putting manager of the hotel, Albert Cost. For a second there, I was getting pretty apprehensive that something frightening was about to happen. Luckily, the human mind is strong and can never make a person afraid just from the radio. After a quick sauna, Lil Miss Kate joins Deputy Mayor Salman Russell and former heavyweight champion of the world Lucinda Sheraton for a few late-night flapjacks in the dining room. Wow! It turns out that the mysterious figure we all encountered was simply the mysterious and off-putting manager of the hotel, Albert Cost. <laughs> I guess there was nothing to be apprehensive about, after all. Not that I was apprehensive, of course. Of course! Yeah, yeah of course! <laughs> I just have one question. Seau, what were you doing under the water anyway? Oh, I was just removing the dead body. Of the last little girl who went swimming and died under mysterious circumstances? Makes sense to me. And so everyone retires to their rooms for a very normal and uneventful rest, and no one discovered that Albert Koss was a mass killer operating a secret murder hotel not dissimilar to H.H. Holmes' operations at the Chicago World's Fair. The next morning, after a quick and efficient checkout procedure, the gang steps out into the Niagara Falls streets and prepares to head to the train. Next stop, Vancouver. And the next stop, home. What? What file? I don't have a file. Here, Solomon, take this Bible. Oh, interesting. I'll have to give this a read. Hey, look, a little bird. I think I'll take him home with us and call him Bird Solomon. Okay, I think that's everything. Hope that answered your question, Indiana Senator Sherman Minton. It did! And so, the mysterious events of the Canadian Grand Prix Hotel are thoroughly explained. And if you were somehow able to re-listen to the Pirate Train episode, you'd understand it a bit better. This one was a prequel the whole time! But you can't re-listen because these aren't being recorded. It's live on the radio! And now, a special announcement. The Lil Miss Kate mail truck is no longer in service. We appreciate all your fine letters, but we will no longer be answering any questions on air. For any concerns, please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Pinocchio, care of Associated Radio Broadcasting, 122 Chrysler Building, New York, New York. Tune in next week as we return to the present on an all-new Lil Miss Kate, Ward of the State. Coming up next, famed child psychologist Roderick Horgath conducts a talkback with concerned parents about the contents of this episode, followed by three hours of farm information. First, there wasn't enough rain. Now, there's too much rain. Lil Miss Kate, Ward of the State, is written and created by Seth Finkelstein and Teddy Dinner, mixed and produced by Liam Sr., featuring the vocal talents of Lizzie Fury, Josh Nasser, Anna Rock, Alex Jaffe, Samantha Friend, Seth Finkelstein, and Teddy Dinner. Our artwork is by Roxy V. You can find her work at at Big Huge Frog. Like what you hear? Leave us a tip at ko-fi.com slash Kate. Check us out on social media at Pod, or just search Lil Miss Kate Ward of the State on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. 
don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Thanks so much for listening.